Hey, Radical Gold Diggers, be excited that you're one step closer to meeting your goals by tuning into this podcast. The best strategy is not only being disciplined, but being consistent. So subscribe to this podcast and allow me, Rev D, an empowering and spiritual coach to give you tips and walk you through everyday challenges we all encounter on our goal journeys. It's not about wanting more. It's about getting your piece of the pie and enjoying it. You deserve to walk in your divine purpose and live in the fulfillment of God's promises. If you need a one-on-one consultation, contact me through my website, 2020rgd.com or email me at 2020radicalgolddiggers at gmail.com. I help you see yourself with a 2020 vision and to achieve your goals. You can do it, Radical Gold Diggers. A better you makes a better world. Now get a pen and pad and take notes from this podcast and share my podcast with others that are ambitious like yourself. Listen up, Gold Diggers. Hey, Gold Diggers, it's me, Reb D, and I just want to talk about conquering the enemy within. We all have an enemy that will keep us from doing what God would have us to do. And we want to look at that more deeper so we can conquer it and move on into the great purpose of our lives. It's important that we meditate on God's word and allow it to absorb into our hearts and let it become part of our thinking. By doing this repeatedly, ultimately our lives will go down the path of our spiritual thinking. And that's the way God wants us to go. Our ongoing goal as believers is a process of becoming more spiritually connected to God. That places God in control over our lives and godly paths are formed before us as we talk the talk with our spiritual thinking and walk the walk by faith. These are just a few components of the process of growing spiritually. We are a work in progress, right? Because we are in the process. That's right. God wants us to look within and address thoughts, those conversations, and those things that we have been telling ourselves that are speaking excuses. That's right. What are we saying to ourselves that are giving us these excuses of why we are not achieving what God would have us to do? I'm talking about that negative thoughts and stinking thinking and the voices that speak against what God said we can do. Well, sometimes that's coming from a place of poor self-esteem and a lack of motivation. Remember, I spoke about how powerful the subconscious can be and it can be your subconscious that's avoiding the risk of failure the risk of change, or the big challenge of dealing with the enemy within. God has shown us in the Bible that he creates by speaking, but he speaks out of his own thoughts. If you know out of your own heart we speak, then we better go above and beyond our mouth 
to bring correction to the words that we are going to speak. Be slow to speak and slow to respond to things. Review your thoughts. Most important, review the words that are coming out of your mouth. What words are you speaking over yourself or over your goals? Here are three things that you can use to conquer the enemy within. Number one, pray that the Spirit will reveal those areas where you need the Lord to heal your thinking so you can possess what God wants you to have. Number two, after you have ID the negative thoughts, identify the enemy within and ask for the power of God to help you to defeat them. That's right. It could be more than one enemy. And remember, greater is he that's in you than he that operates in the world. Number three, remember, God is with you always and the battle is the Lord. Making yourself aware of your weaknesses and your strengths starts the process of being victorious. Using your strengths to overcome your weaknesses is the key. Now, Psalms 119, starting in the 97th verse, says, Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commandments are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I have meditated on your statue. That's God's word. Psalms 119, starting in the 97th verse to the 99th verse. It's very powerful. And remember, conquering the enemy within is the first step for you to be victorious in all that you're trying to do. All right, all right. Well, this is where you can take off the mute button and we can get into the conversation. But before I put the first question there on the table, um, <clears throat> did you hear anything that that may have struck a chord in your mind? Okay, okay. Um, definitely to get rid of the negative thoughts that stop you or deter you from the direction that God wants you to go in is what really you know stood out to me because that's my that's the problem I'm having is you know we all have obstacles but if we allow those obstacles to defeat us then um it's it becomes more challenging than what it really is right right well said. Well said. Okay. We definitely got to keep that one in mind for sure. For sure. And then that's, that's an ongoing battle for me. You know, here's a question. When you think of conquering your enemy within, what comes to mind? When you think of conquering your enemy within, what comes to mind? Fear of fear of failure, just failing, you know, fear that what you're doing is um, 
not the direction you're supposed to go in. Just the unknown. Yeah. Is what I'm fearful of. Okay. Think about that. For me, it's, for me, it's uncertainty. Mm -hmm. I can get stuck. I call it getting stuck in a rut. And because I may not be happy or fulfilled where I'm at and what I'm doing in any current given time, but I'm comfortable and I know what to expect. And so uncertainty for me is very uncomfortable. So I get in my own way. And I'm, I'm a very adaptable person and I'm open to change and open to moving forward and progression. But sometimes the uncertainty, it's like, you know, you, you know what you have, but you don't know what you're getting. Right. And so I, I tend to kind of just get stuck um, in my own way. Yep. That, that's very good insight. Very good insight. Because, um, you know, I think there's a part of that that we all can relate to, you know, that uncertainty, you know, and so you, you are certainly not alone, you know, because we don't know, <laughs> we don't know. And, you know, when it comes to conquering our enemy, you know, it's really how we see that enemy, right? How do we, and it, it, it could be a few things we could be battling. That's why I said, when it, when you think of conquering your own enemy, what comes to mind? And okay, Desi, you said um, thoughts. Um, Lisa, you said the uncertainty of that enemy. You know, anybody else? What comes to mind when, when conquering, when thinking of conquering your enemy? When I think of, um, good evening, when I think of conquering my own enemy, I, I have to remember and we're so wrapped up in just what the first two ladies said, but when you asked that question, I thought about, it's not my battle, it's the Lord's. Amen. Okay. I have to keep, I have to keep thinking, but that's the whole point of what you're asking. It's really not our battle. So we won't be afraid or we won't, you know, just what the first two ladies said. So it kind of, the devil has uh, so well for me he sometimes he has me so wrapped up in that I can't think about and I know I, I picture him over in a corner just laughing at me because I have to keep playing back in my mind this is not my battle it's the Lord so when you ask that question that's what I keep thinking well it's not my battle it's the Lord's amen amen okay okay thank you for that that's very good insight you know um and I said that in one of the pointers of conquering your enemy to keep that in your forefront, you know, that when you come up, up, up on these battles that, um, you know, the Lord is with you. He's with you. And that just goes back to David and Goliath. You know, my, my sister's been doing um, a Bible study and um, talking about, you know, um, the giants and <laughs> and that's really a way to put it into you know a metaphor of our personal giants that we're fighting within and the ultimate thing that you know the battle was absolutely the lord okay well that was some great some great insight there okay so we know what we think about when we think about the enemy and how we're going to conquer the enemy 
what do you think about when you think of overcomers? What comes to mind when you think of overcomers? You can think of your own situations or just what comes to mind, what pops out, because what we're trying to bring to the forefront is that that powerful energy, you know, of over of overcoming, you know. When you think of overcomers, what comes to mind? And I can continue to speak saying that, you know, we always love stories that, go ahead, Lisa, before I go into. Yeah, the, the, the first word, the first thing that popped into my head was the word discipline. When I think mm. about overcomers, I think about people who are just disciplined, disciplined in their faith, disciplined in their actions, disciplined in and what they want in their um, their thoughts, just just discipline, and they just they just do, you know, they 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 just go for it, and they are disciplined in their pursuit of whatever is in front of them, um, and just move forward, you know, they they just get it done. Okay, okay. Now, if is that something you have adapted yourself to know that that is the key thing is discipline. Yes, because I lack it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's something that I need to overcome and I need to, to align myself with. And I, I try, I'm working harder to surround myself with people like yourself who, who, who um, exhibit and demonstrate great discipline. Um, and so, you know, hoping it'll rub off, you know, if I'm around people who are like-minded in where I want to be, then I will get there. If I'm around people who lack discipline and procrastinate like me and surround myself with those people, well, then there's nowhere to grow, nowhere to go. <laughs> right, right. There, there is so much truth in, to that. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, um, bad company can corrupt good character, you know. And, you know, I remember years ago having a debate about this, you know, and the debate was, Oh, I could be around someone that's this way and then I won't conform, you know, and it's and I was just reading the scripture. I'm not going to debate what the word says. It says bad company can corrupt good character. And 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 it works the reverse, <laughs> you know. So it's very important, like you said, Lisa, that we surround ourselves around people that are, you know, that's going to help us in these areas, you know, and that's, that's so important. So I thank you for that insight. Anyone else? What, when you think of overcomers, what, what comes to mind? So we heard discipline. For me, it's, uh, it's patience. Cause a lot of times we, um, I don't believe that we're patient and, um, we tend to lose faith because things don't come as quickly as we would like them. Right. So I think people who are who are overcomers, they have extreme patience and they just give they fed their faith to the Lord and just let him do his work and just be patient. Yeah, patience is is definitely we got discipline and and patience. Now how how are you working in the patient area? How is that working for you? Well in my head it's <laughs> not working but um uh -huh. in my heart I, I know that I have to be my heart keeps telling me 
don't worry, be patient, it will come. But my head is so anxious to start new that my head mm -hmm. is telling me, oh man, it should happen now. You know, I don't see why it's not happening now, you know, but my heart is telling me it's going to happen. Just yes. be patient and just wait. Yes. Yep. And in the meantime, when we're waiting on God, because God's time is, is perfect time. When in the meantime, while we're waiting, that's when we can just allow other things to transpire, like do something else. You can't stare there and watch the grass grow, but you can tend to other things. You can prune the flowers and you can do things in the meantime, why God is, why you're waiting on God, because you know that he, he's going to show up on time and he knows what's best for us. Patience is definitely um, a good one. And, and I can say that's, that's one I can struggle in too. You know, I've, I've been to the point where I'm just throwing my hands up, you know, and then I have to get a hold of myself and say, you know what, you just got to, you know, the Bible talks about being found ready, you know, so when he shows up, you were you ready, you know, so we just need to be ready when the opportunities, you know, um, appear for ourselves and be ready because that's what it's all about. You know, God's going to open up that door, but we got to be ready to walk through that door when, when the time comes and, and maybe there's a sense of that. Maybe we just ain't ready, you know, so we got to keep doing whatever we need to do to get prepared for whatever God has. Cause I always feel like God has us on, you know, um, holy ground of preparation. They were always in some form of preparation. So if I'm in a waiting state, you know, uh, for me, it's a waiting state, but for God, he's pushing me. He's working. He's showing me things, you know, and I and and I tend to look at it from a spiritual eye. I'm, I'm waiting for a reason, you know, for a divine reason, and that, that helps me with the patience, you know. Like, okay, God, God operates different from what man operates. So, yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. Anybody else? When you think of overcomers, what what comes to mind? Good one. Well, let me say this. I know we have all overcome something, you know, and to overcome the next thing, sometimes we got to remember how far the Lord has brought us and really stay right there and say, he didn't bring us this far to leave us now. So when we go back, and remember the experiences we had with the Lord. You know, we could all say we got experience with the Lord. He's and He has allowed us uh, some victories. You know, He allowed us some some losses, but He's allowed us some victory for Him to get the glory. No, no man is going to get the glory or any victory happening in our lives. That's we 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 know that is the grace of God that is doing this uh, for us, you know? And when we don't get what we uh, feel we want, we just, we know God knows what's best. So, you know, we too are um, overcomers. There's, there's something about fighting your own, um, and people like to call them fighting your own demons or 
fighting your own shortcomings or, you know, you know, just fighting the things that may be keeping you from where you're trying to go. And thoughts are key. We, we talked about that uh, back in April about thoughts, you know, and how they can linger in our subconscious. And, you know, and this, this is a very real thing about things lingering in the subconscious that come up, you know, it, it happened in, in the sixties, but it is, is still bearing weight here in, 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 in 2021. So we got to be careful of what's sitting there and, and kind of deal with that, you know, or come to some conclusion or, or come to some closure with it. So it can not have power anymore. Like we got to kind of like put it to rest. And some of these things is only you and God can do it. You know, there's some things that you just can't even, you know, you don't, you may not even feel comfortable talking about it with your pastor or, or with the therapist, you know, you just like, you know what, I got to deal with this with me and God, you know, and, and, and be in some meditation state where you can overcome something that's in that subconscious that, that keeps coming up, you know, that, that keeps coming up, you know, and that happens, that happens in, in a lot of things. So we got to be um, conscious of what's in that subconscious that's allowing us to have this type of thinking, you know, a lot of distrust will come out. Okay. We've had some bad uh, things that we couldn't trust somebody, but then, you know, we make it linger, you know, and um, so trust is is so important when it comes to to the Lord that we 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 have to learn to trust God, you know, and that everything happens for a reason. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to go down to the next one. If anyone doesn't have anything to say more about overcomers, oh, this is what I was going to say before Lisa spoke. You know, when I. I I personally enjoy um, studying uh, great leaders and studying spiritual leaders, and all of them have come by way of tragedy or something significant happened to them that increased their spirituality to the point that they're like, you know, now they're 100. And, and it's always an amazement where you hear where people are at their lowest. And, you know, they say in the valley is, is where we got while we're in that valley. And I'm just amazed at some of the stories that I read of, of what led to decision making, you know, and um, of these great individuals, but the crosses they had to bear just to get there, you know, is, is, is really something, you know, so it's always uh, good to keep in mind, you know, uh, success stories, you know, and when we go into the Bible, we, we I'm sure there's a, a character in that Bible that you probably can identify with that had gone through something and, and you probably could relate to, you know, women, we always 
have um, <laughs> Women's Day and we put emphasis on certain women to come out with um, a main characteristic of that biblical character for us to hone in on for ourselves. You know, God puts those stories in just so we can reflect on them in our own life. And I always like the story of, of Mary and Martha. You know, that's always a good story where where they were, the two of them were putting their energy in, you know, and if I had to identify with one of those in, in my life, um, I, I believe I was, I got so into it that I was a Mary, you know, like I just, wow, I was just blown away in, in a point of my spiritual growth. And I was just enjoying it so much that I was just leaving a lot of stuff alone, a lot of people alone. You know, I was just enjoying growing in the Lord, you know, and, and, you know, like they say in the rooms of uh, alcohol anonymous and, and narcotics that, you know, sometimes you got to change people, places and things when you're going into a new realm, you know, and, and that's okay. And you'll find, you'll, you'll go somewhere else and then you'll have um, another level of people, you know, and, and I just believe that that's what God does, you know, especially when we're ready to learn something, you know, what you're, you're ready to learn how to beat this devil. Okay. Then God is going to show you a whole nother realm of ammunition by way of therapists, teachers, or, or somebody that overcame the same thing. God, God will open doors when you're ready. The teacher will appear. And we know, of course, who our master teacher is. That's the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But the doors will open, you know. So that's what I want to say when I think about overcomers. Find, find your story, you know. Find your story that, you know, that you can say, I'm that person, you know. I can identify with um, that, that person. Somebody may have referred you as somebody. Has anybody ever been fer referred to as a character in the Bible? Did anybody ever say you're this person in the Bible or you're that person in the Bible? You know, I guess in the world that I live in, it's always somebody speaking a reference to somebody. Has anybody ever been referred to anybody? I have. Your name. I have. Go ahead. <laughs> I say I had someone tell me that I had the essence of uh, Mary Magdalene. Oh, praise God. And um, that I just had an innate, you know, kind of goodness and, and, and energy of, of, you know, that they, they felt that, that essence. That's um, beautiful. And yeah, so it, yeah, it kind of stunned me because it was someone I didn't really know very well. Um, mm -hmm. But I embraced the words and I, I heard it. Um, and then I had to reflect back on when I was a child um, and just kind of always had a sense of right and wrong and um god has always held me accountable for anything mm -hmm. that i know is wrong if i step out of line even a tiny bit i get mm -hmm. knocked right back in place you know even if somebody has done something wrong to me no matter no matter what like I, I i always have to rise above he requires me to rise above no matter what um and so and just in that spirit i kind of said oh okay well maybe i could see that you know but it was interesting, um, and it was just recently, it was interesting mm -hmm. when the person said it to me, because it really made me look back 
and reflect on my character and who I was and, and you know, where it came from. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you, you know what they used to say about our, our families, you know, when you, when you showed great strength, you know, they they say, oh, it's because you're from good stock and, you know, and it, we're from something greater, you know, and, and it just makes you know that you are from something greater than yourself. And that uh, being referenced as a Mary Magdalene or, or, or the other great women of the Bible, yes, we, we are the daughters of the Lord. We are. We have our own names, yes. But God has, has allowed us to have examples in his word that we can go along and say that, you know, I want the resilience of, of a Mary Magdalene, you know, or something like that. You know, it's just, it's, it's really something when you can identify with those challenges, you know, because those were some serious challenges the women had um, in the Bible. So thank you, uh, Lisa, for sharing that. Thank you. Anything else before I move on? Okay, okay. Well, um, now that we've looked at the enemies in our lives that may, you know, keep us from what we're trying to do, um, everything is about strategy when you're trying to win the war, right? Everything is about strategy, but it's a whole different strategy when you got a the wars within yourself, you know, that you're warring against something that's, um, and I'm not saying anybody here is even warring against themselves. I'm just saying when it comes time to try to overcome something, there has to be um, some strategies to use to win, <laughs> to beat yourself. <laughs> some of us minds are so strong, it'd be so, it, it's really hard to beat yourself, you know, because you could be so stubborn, you know, and then it, it makes it even harder to have strategies to, to win, you know. But um, I just remember as a, a young person growing up, you know, I had to develop some strategies quick when I was in school, you know, because I knew that I had some handicaps that... They weren't necessarily um, like the enemy, but they were some um, shortcomings that I realized that I had, that I had to figure out, well, how am I get over these things, you know, um, things with my memory, you know, and I had to develop strategies based on who I was. And, and, and this helped me, this helped me win, this helped me pass, this helped me get great grades, you know, because I realized what the problem was and I had to develop a strategy that worked for me. And whatever the teacher was saying to the whole class, it wasn't a one size fit all because it wasn't working for me. <laughs> I had to come up with my own study and strategies to learn how to remember. You know, I had to come up with things in my fingers. Like I had to come up with strategies so I could have a stronger memory. 
And I don't know if anybody can relate to something within themselves that they had to come up with strategies to, to beat yourself at whatever it was, you know. But the question is, what are some of the strategies you use to win against yourself? Because we're talking about ourselves being better at what we're doing and trying to overcome some things that we know are negative, you know. Anybody want to share some strategies? I think just joining this group every Monday is a strategy. Okay. Okay. And, and, and why is that, Desi? What, what do you get from the group that is a strategy to help you with something? Just a different perspective um, on, on different situations and, and how people handle their um, things, their giants that they need to overcome. So it just gives me a different perspective and, and different opinions on what I need to do. Okay. Different strategies. Okay, and that, and that is so important that we can learn to feed off each other because truth be told, there's nothing new under the sun, right? And if you find someone that is battling a similar battle or has overcome that battle, that person now becomes, you know, a mentor. Like, well, I, I gotta, you know, talk with this person to see if they can help me to develop um, some strategies. So Desi, I'm glad that, you know, you are, are finding some, um, some help in, in, your, in your struggles. And, and I hope that um, you have been helped to a better level. So yeah. Anyone else want to share some strategies? I'm going to go back to Lisa with the discipline strategies. What, what discipline strategies are, are you feel that you're incorporating to be more disciplined? Okay, Lisa. Sorry, I'm here. Uh, um, just follow through for me. Um, I'm, that's a I good get, one. I, I get things started. And I'm better with short-term goals than long-term goals. I need to be able to start it, see the, the beginning, the middle, and the end, and accomplish it in, in a, uh, a set time frame. Things that go on and on and on and on forever, I find is a challenge for me. And so the discipline is, is for me, is just staying focused, um, not allowing distraction. I get distracted very easily. And then just staying the course and seeing it through to the end, even when it's a long road. Okay. The short roads, the short roads are real easy. I can do that. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, if you know, you need something, you got a crisis going on. I'm your girl. You in the trenches. You need something to happen quick. I can get in, get it done, make a plan, execute right. it out. But for those long term things, um, that's that's where I, um, you know, I, I struggle. Um, okay. I won't say I struggle. I take that back. I don't struggle. That's where there's opportunity for me to improve. <laughs> Amen. There you go. There you go. Those words. Okay. I like that opportunity to improve. And that's, that's very important. That's very important how we see, it. you know, the main thing is 
you, you have identified it, you know you need a strategy. And if you think about it long enough and word it and keep saying those words to you, you know, it's just going to take a little longer, or of course I can do it. Uh, and, you know, I know I can. <laughs> yes, we can, you know, and just just keep feeding yourself those positive things, you know, to say, I'm going to get there. And that's why those timelines are, are so important, because you need to see the end. You need to see the window from the beginning to end. And, um, you know, so, some people used to always say, oh, you start from the bottom and work your way up. Well, that's a mindset. But another mindset is start from the top and see yourself already there. And then you can now make the bridge to go that way. But you have to first see yourself there. If you, if you don't already see yourself there and you're at the bottom, you may never even get there because all you see is what's in front of you. So, you know, I always tell people, you, you got to start from the top. You got to know where you're going first and then, you know, just start your way there. You know, it's, 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 it's no bottom, you know, it's just getting started. <laughs> you know, you got to change the way you look at it, you know, because there's a whole lot of cliches in our mental vocabulary that needs to be pushed out because we've, we've been fed this and it's embedded in our psyche and there, it wasn't good, you know? And now that we know better, now we get the power back and we get to change, put the right words in there and put, put God's words of victory in there and, and know, you know, switch it all around so our mindsets will change so we can, you know, blow that devil right back to hell. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's about, you know, that, that whole mindset of, you know, I'm already victorious. I'm, I'm, I'm victorious because I'm a child of God. I'm, a, I'm already that person, you know, I don't have to become that person, you know, the Lord is, is, is on our side. And, and if God before us, who, who can be against us? Okay. I don't want to say any more. I want to um, end on a note on, on strategies to help us to um, be victorious, to conquer what those things are. And the good news, once you bring it to the forefront, it's like just throwing that enemy right out there in the light. Say, okay, you, you right out there, you, you in, the, in, the, in the boxing ring, you right out there in the ring. And, um, and then you can start dealing with it in a very... Um, strategy way. And just like the Psalm I read in the podcast, you know, one of the lines was that your commandments are always with me. They make me wiser than my enemy. Now that to me is so much powerful because it's like, it's saying God gave you the wisdom, you know, God gave you the answer and, and, and it's more powerful than the enemy. me, Rev D from 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. I just want to thank you for tuning into this podcast. And I'm a life coach and I love building confidence and helping you achieve your goal. So do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast and be inspired every day.